What is going on, crafters? Welcome back to another episode of Dig Straight Down with me, your host, Rebel JC. This week, we are going to do something a little different. We are going to take a listen at an older episode of Dig Straight Down. Uh, Therefore, some of the information, some of the things that I might say in this episode are probably very dated, probably very irrelevant to what is going on in Minecraft right now. But I think some of the ideas that I share in these episodes are worth revisiting. And so I'm resurrecting them, I'm bringing them back, and I hope you guys enjoy them. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this throwback episode of Dig Straight Down. What is going on, crafters? Welcome back to another episode of Dig Straight Down with me, your host, Rebel JC. If this is your first time tuning into Dig Straight Down, I want to welcome you to the show. It's a podcast all about Minecraft updates, whether those are updates that are actually coming to the game or these are updates that we're just making up on our own just for fun. Either way, if either of those things are interesting to you at all, you're in the right place and I'm happy that you're here. So let's get into the Q&A segment of this episode. A few episodes ago, I asked you guys to give me an idea for a redstone-themed mob, and this is what you guys came up with. B. Cressy says, the redstone dolphin. It makes redstone work underwater. That's definitely needed. Jenny says, the engineer villager. It would live in a redstone lab, which is the new house in villages. It would sell redstone devices for emeralds. I think that would be really, really cool to see in, in villages. Um, I would love to see more redstone in villages. There's hardly any, if if there's any at all. Like I don't think there's any redstone that I can think of right off the bat in my head that that happens in villages and maybe that's maybe that's on purpose maybe that's for the lore of the game that that um villagers don't do technology they just do you know potions and magic and that kind of thing but it would be really cool maybe if this only happened with a certain kind of villager uh maybe this could be you know uh ice ice uh frozen cold tundra villagers what are they what's what's that biome called where it's really snowy i guess i don't know snowy plains villagers whatever it's called um the the ones that live in the snow biomes and frozen biomes that have like igloos and stuff maybe they have technology and there's a redstone um villager that can uh, trade you redstone stuff that might be really cool uh, and also it might be really cool to see some redstone contraptions popping up around uh, that village as well. The Nightmare After Christmas <laughs> says, A redstone zombie. It would emit a redstone charge, and it would give you the electric effect. The electric effect would slowly do damage to you. Ouch. P.S. I love the podcast. I'm listening to a month. Well, thank you so much. The Ultimate Bookworm says, Redstone Dragon, just like the Ender Dragon. Sounds interesting. NRG Turtle says, a redstone rat. It is like the silverfish. While while inside any block, even if it's not stone, it emits a redstone charge depending on how many rats are in the block. If exposed, it would attack you. That would be an interesting um, little thing for redstone mechanics somehow, like uh, manipulating these rats to somehow um, create secret redstone circuits um, in blocks. That would be interesting. Max says, redstone trigger man that powers redstone rails, droppers, etc. when touched by it. 
Alex the King says the redstone spider is just like a normal spider, but instead of string, it drops redstone dust. You could change a spider spawner to a redstone spider spawner by surrounding it with redstone blocks. Leone says the redstone fox, if you hold a piece of sweet berry in your hand, it sends a redstone output. Griff H says redstone wires, they are crafted with copper and redstone dust. The benefit of wires is that they will always be set to a certain power level. LOL says redstone plant, it would be a plant that would look like tall grass and would attack you. If you didn't have redstone boots on, redstone boots would activate any redstone block if you stepped on it. Voizo says the disturber can randomly turn off redstone and break droppers, comparators, and stuff. Drops one to five redstone dust when killed. It spawns on light level eight and higher. Ooh, interesting. I don't know about the spawning me mechanisms there because that would be constantly spawning everywhere. Muffinhead says the redstone bug. It would hide in redstone ores, and when you light up the ore, it would emerge and would drop remote control redstone that can be activated even if you're not there. The dog said a redstone wolf that multiplies redstone and can make TNT explode. The Potato Mancer says the Redstone Seeker. It would blink when redstone dust was nearby. This would help you find redstone traps. Ya Boy 15 says the Redstone Chicken. It lays redstone. Cyberhound slash Sky the Switch says the Redstone Wizard creates new redstone recipes for the player and builds redstone systems for villagers and illagers. If attacked, the wizard will summon a redstone trap. Must pay with netherite. Wow. Some epic ideas there, guys. Thank you so much for sending me your ideas. And if you want to take part in an upcoming episode's Q&A segment, just uh, interact with this episode on Spotify. Leave me an idea on the Q&A post there. And I will do my best to read out as many as I can in an upcoming episode. Um, as always, guys, we have an email here. And by the way, I just want to say real quick, not every episode that I do forever is going to have an email that I feature in it. But I've just had so many good emails lately that I, I just... Every episode for the past little while now has been an email episode, but don't expect every episode ever to be an email episode. Um, I'll probably do episodes at, at some point where it's just me talking about an idea that I had. Um, so if one day you hear one, don't worry. It's not that I'm not seeing emails or they're just, they're just not the main feature of the podcast. So regardless, we have an email and this is from your boy 15 and they write, Hello, Rebel. I have an idea for an existing feature in Minecraft, the fletching table. What if instead of using the crafting table to make tipped arrows, we make use of the fletching table? Also, if you use different potions, like using a splash potion, it will make it so that when the arrow lands, it will cause a splash effect. You can also use a multi-shot multi crossbow with these arrows. Same with lingering arrows, except they stay longer. Anyway, you'll need the fletching table to make crossbows. Love the podcast. Keep digging straight down. Your boy 15 shot an arrow upwards, forgetting that it was a poison arrow and died for being an idiot. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I love the idea, by the way, obviously, obviously, of utilizing the fletching table. Um, right now, it doesn't have use, like at all. You can't do anything with it. It's only an occupation block for the Fletcher villager. Which is cool. I mean, it is a use. It has a function, and it looks interesting. But it, it, 
we need it to be a fletching table for the player, not just for a villager. So I like the idea of making tipped arrows in the Fletcher table, the fletching table, and not in the crafting table. Now, in Bedrock Edition, if I'm not mistaken, you actually use the cauldron, which can be filled with uh, potions, to dip uh, uh, arrows in it to make tipped arrows. But I think I would rather use the fletching table. It makes more sense that way. Maybe the player should combine like a regular arrow with a potion on the fletching table to make a tipped arrow. Um, maybe there's like a little section where you actually put a, you know, potion bottle there. Um, and that potion bottle could be switched out for a splash potion if you want to make have that splash effect or a lingering potion to have that lingering effect. And it's just, it's honestly, it's an interesting way to have, to expand on potions as well as arrows because... Uh, already we can throw lingering and splash potions, but we can't throw them as far as we can shoot an arrow. Also, when you hit something with one of those potions, it doesn't have that extra bit of damage that an arrow would give it. So it would be an upgrade for potions as well as for arrows. So I really like that idea a lot. Now, this fits well with an idea of expanding functionality of underused blocks. Um and underused features in Minecraft in general, of which there are many. The Fletching Table is the prime example, but I can think of a few others. Chainmail Armor being one. Chainmail Armor, uh, right now, you can't craft it, you can only find it, and it doesn't have any sp special use, and it's really not that good of an armor anyway. So here's some ideas. Chainmail Armor could reduce or negate knockback, um, maybe the weight of the armor makes you, you know, stand your ground a little better when you're hit. Maybe adding chainmail to other kinds of armors makes it more durable. Maybe wearing chainmail in a lightning storm could electrify you, charging up an electrical attack. I don't know, might be interesting. Chainmail could also provide a degree of splash potion resistance while we're talking about splash potions. Um, the idea being the chains deflect some of the droplets of that uh, splash potion. I don't know, chainmail does need to be upgraded. Also, poisonous potatoes. There's really no use for them other than poisoning yourself. It would be really cool if we could use poisonous potatoes to brew potions of nausea to give uh, ourselves or others the nausea effect. might be interesting. Ocelots are kind of useless, so maybe trusting ocelots that trust you could act like tame wolves and attack anything that attacks you just to give them a little bit of an extra boost of usage. And snowballs. Now, I can't resist throwing snowballs in multiplayer, but they don't really do anything um, other than maybe push mobs around or aggro mobs without giving them damage. But maybe it could be fun to have, have it to where snowballs actually apply freezing slowness or other kinds of effects like that to the target. Maybe if you hit a target, an, uh, a player or a, or a mob with a snowball three times, four times, you activate a freezing effect on them. Um, the same effect that you get when you fall into uh, powdered snow. Now this would obviously be temporary, it would wear off pretty quickly, so it wouldn't last very long. But if you keep a barrage of snowballs up, you could actually do some real damage to them might be interesting so thank you so much for those ideas you boy and uh guys if you want your ideas read out on the show send them to me at dickstraightdowncast at gmail.com keep them short keep them sweet keep them to the point and i will do my best to read them to you and as always guys until next episode keep digging straight down i will see you at bedrock mm -hmm.